welcome to Gaming the System, the feminist gaming podcast where three intersectional feminists look at gaming through a feminist lens. And we are Alex, Jem and Matt. And today we're going to be talking about awards. Do they matter? Um, and this is a kind of reaction to our recent nomination in the Independent Podcast Awards and our subsequent not winning the category that we were nominated in. Um, but uh, hopefully this will be a light-hearted reflection on awards and like within the gaming industry generally or just generally outside of the gaming industry, whether they matter, um, how do we feel about not winning. Well, we've already kind of talked about that in the previous podcast, so if you missed it, go and have a listen. Um, and yeah, and then I guess maybe just thinking about what we want the the podcast to be in the future if anything at all um what we might want to do um in terms of because we know we know that we're not like you know we mentioned it in the last part there's probably areas where we could be doing things differently or doing things in it with a better quality or that sort of thing but a lot of these things do depend on things like having funding available and all that sort of stuff so I guess it's just that kind of discussion around that sort of topic so I guess I'll kick off by asking do awards matter which is a very broad question but I think we have discussed this previously in various episodes on awards the most recent being the video game uh, music awards um or at least them developing their own category within music awards because it was only recently recognised as a category of its own right. Um, So again, go and check out that episode if you're interested. But Matt, do you have any initial thoughts on how you feel about awards and whether they matter? Has your opinion changed since that episode and our recent experiences? So I think uh, my original position was that no awards matter because they are a beacon of an establishment institution. For example, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Oscars. Um, They are all voted on by dusty old white men choosing other white men. And that's the way it's been for most of history. Um, But then... Uh, thinking that awards can matter for independent small uh, podcasts, for example. Um, so when a uh, when a video game music uh, award is added to, was it the Grammys? I think it was the Grammys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that so that. When it's just wealthy, massive people giving awards to other wealthy, massive people, then they don't matter because it's just them patting themselves on the back for no reason, fluffing themselves up. But when you get a very small uh, outfit getting any kind of award, that can matter because things like awards can be a big deal. For example, the podcasts that won at the Independent Podcast Awards get to network with some big studios. So they can they can lead to opportunity. Um, and at a, on a tangent, 
it made me think of the royal honours list mm. and how um, we had we spoke like two years ago about whether or not we would accept one. But since learning about the monarchy and all that stuff and that we're fucking subjects <laughs> in a kingdom, my opinion changed to no. That's that's there. So there are some awards like that that are. Um, that shouldn't be accepted but for opportunities for smaller outfits they can be they can be a good thing to have but not to a massive thing not to base your worth on what institutions think mm. because thinking of it's very easy to think we need to do we didn't we didn't win because we're not good enough in some areas but then if we try and dictate what we do based on external factors like that then it's that's how you're going to go insane because it's it's impossible to measure that kind of thing yes exactly. but i think it's enough that we we want to evolve we're ambitious and we want to evolve and then as long as that comes out of us then that i think that's the path forward but i'm sure we'll talk about that a bit later mm-hmm. Gem, how do you feel about it all? Um, I think quite similarly, actually, to to Matt, and um, I think that the issue isn't the uh, concept of awards in them in itself. It's the it, it's who has the power, as with all of these things. Mm. You know, it's who has the power and what they choose to do with that power and who they choose to honour with that power. And I think that we've talked a lot about this concept of you know, we're not all free until we're all free. <laughs> and we we can't um I think it was Audrey Lord said that but better. Uh, and that is really important thing to to hold when we're thinking about these things. And for me, awards are a way to showcase people that have gone above and beyond their what what you would ordinarily expect. So it it I agree. It shouldn't just be about a bunch of wealthy people patting other wealthy people on the back or the head or the ass to spend it depending on uh, <laughs> what industry you're in um you know it should be about supporting people who have and recognizing the struggles that people have had to go through to get to wherever they are uh so i think it it's not something that's used as well as it could be but I think something like the independent podcast awards is 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 actually a really positive thing because they're deliberately looking to people who don't have huge amounts of funding who don't have a lot of um uh support uh and who are basically doing it themselves and offering them greater support and advice and all of that that comes and networking and all of the things that come with that. Uh, so I think that's that's something that's a way to sort of raise that awareness. And and I also hope that by being nominated in in 
in the the games category that more people will come across our podcast and it's the same with like the films film industry awards there's the is it the sunshine i think i've heard of sun yeah oh no it's gonna really annoy me sun I can do some searching. Anyway, yeah, yeah search it up, Alex, because <laughs> it's going to really annoy me. So, anyway, and that happens uh, every year, and 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 they are really good awards. You know, the films that win that are usually not the blockbusters that are winning the Oscars and the Baftas, but they're like smaller, more independent movies that are usually well worth watching. Uh, so, I I think there is a a value to awards, but I think it can be used as a force for evil. Yes. I believe it's called the Sunshine Film Festival, but I could be wrong. But yes, definitely there is something with Sunshine attached to films that recognises um, independent films, which is great to hear as well. I think I am largely in agreement with you both. Re awards, I think... Often award systems are more about who you know than than what you know, as it were. In a lot of industries, a lot of time, um, recognition comes through connections you make, which can be a kind of cynical way of looking at it. Um, but often those are a lot of the bigger awards tend to gravitate towards also money is a big a big factor. Um, as well, a lot of the sponsors of award shows can be controversial, some of the larger ones, certainly. Uh, I know that in the disability world, there's such a thing as the um, the Shore Trust Disability Power 100, which recognises the 100 most influential disabled people in the UK today. And a lot of that has come under a lot of controversy over the years for... Um, who it's highlighting and who it's not highlighting in that a lot of the time, a lot of the winners are usually white. They're usually not learning disabled. There's like a disability hierarchy there. Um, so, and usually learning disabled people are at the bottom of the hierarchy compared to people, say, with physical disabilities or um other long-term health conditions who might present in a more normal way or a more acceptable way to like non-disabled society. So there's those issues to contend with as well. I think this year's awards, um, they decided to live stream them uh, at very short notice because they realised not everybody they'd nominated was actually physically able to attend um, due to various um, access barriers and then they were like oh okay then well maybe we will live stream it even though it's not pandemic times um, so they luckily have been able to do that now so that people can watch and engage without having to physically attend which is a good thing but they did leave it rather late so I guess in comparison those are some recent things like I could bring into the, the discussion in terms of priorities of people organising awards do not necessarily align with how people feel about um, the content that the awards is based around, if that's making sense. Um, mo- what motivates them, the awards givers, is very different to what motivates the content creators, as it were. Um, so sometimes it there's a sh- misalign. But yeah, go on, Matt. 
It goes to show that um, the the most marginalised and the people who are less visible, they're always the ones that are left out mm-hmm. because it's about the people in charge organising things. Yes. It's so to big people them with... up. It's to say, oh, look, aren't we good handing out all these awards? Isn't that brilliant of us? It's that yeah, kind so, of so it, It's so interesting with the, the disability hierarchy of, they go, oh, yeah, we forgot about the people with learning disabilities because none of them are in this room mm. doing it because in the disability hierarchy, we have more privilege than... Uh, than these people and so that's when it always comes down even with you've got well-meaning people it doesn't matter what the awards are Hmm. the people in charge they have to they have to reflect the community that they're they're trying to present awards to because they won't understand the the just because they get a disabled sticker on their car doesn't mean that they understand the disability of every kind of disability um and uh yeah and yeah so that's that's a really interesting point that i hadn't considered i think in terms of bringing it back to gaming there's an awful lot of games out there as we know and not all of them are going to get recognized and there's so many that are independent that are just just they just go unnoticed completely and i think the interesting thing about like the world that we're living in now is the way that how things can go viral and how that can change everything it can take one little video one short on youtube say to to go viral and it changes everything um and it's just interesting to reflect how like you know i guess you could call them like sliding doors moments um how those can change the landscape for um independent makers and creators who are out there um, and it, all it takes, sometimes it is just luck. Um, I'm not saying that people who win awards don't work hard and are just lucky. Of course, everyone works hard. But uh, yeah, it's just interesting to see, to think about those variables and how they come into play. Um, yeah. Now, what what you said a moment mm. ago about um, the 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 biggest thing again it's seizing the means of production um the power that uh particularly tv and uh well mainly tv stuff is they were the king makers forever like mock the week the guy who who ran it just didn't think women were funny Mm. and so only booked one woman at a time for the entire time whereas now um funny women can just get together with a couple of microphones and take over the world. And that means that those those people with the reins of power, they have less power over stuff because there are so many other avenues through which people can get not just notoriety, but good money. Um, and then that means that people aren't as bothered about award ceremonies because they can find they find a short of a comedian on tiktok and they go oh he's got a podcast Mm. oh the podcast is brilliant i'll sign up to their patreon um and it's yeah that thing of cutting down so these awards need to convince us that they that they matter that these awards are worth their the shine of legitimacy that they try and portray like we're the we're the highest level of awards well prove it to us show us why um 
So that's that's an element where they need to improve. They need to mm. go, or otherwise they're just going to disappear because no one's going to care. Yeah, that's such a good point about relevancy as well. I think, you know, the world's changing. They're not the gold standard so much as they were in decades past. You know, when you think about how formats have changed and things. Um, and even within the gaming industry, you know, you've got things like E3 doesn't really exist anymore. Um, I believe, as far as I understand it, it's not going to happen again. And that was where everyone came together to showcase their games um, on this massive platform. And obviously there are gaming conventions that still run, big ones. But it just shows how the landscape is changing. Audiences' needs are changing. The the way that audiences access gaming content is changing. Um, so, in fact, that changes how how gamers and developers need to operate. Um, and the same probably could be said of the podcast industry as well. So, it's just interesting to think about from that perspective. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jim. I think you're. Muted there. Yeah, yeah, I was muted. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's, I think it's a double-edged sword, um, the fact that people can just get out there and and do their own stuff and and how, and how the industries work. But I think one of the things that we've talked about all the way through is that lack of diversity causes lack of diversity <laughs> and that you know and i i think that one of the reasons why um the um the apocalypse players won the award at the independent podcast award is because the person the judge who they quoted self-confessed that they didn't know anything about this no, this area. Which I thought was now, I'm assuming, I don't know whether they just meant role playing or Perhaps, whether they meant yes. gaming, but you know, let's let's say that they meant gaming. You know, it does matter to to know to actually to know the area because then you know what you're looking for, and then you would know that you know what they they were doing isn't unique. Not I'm not saying they they don't do it well but it's not it's that the, the the judge was sort of like oh this is amazing i've never heard mm, anything like this before yes. and it blew my mind but actually that's they're not they're not doing a unique thing um and so i think not having people who are have have an understanding of gaming led to that decision or at least influenced that decision and I think, you know, we have the same things with not having people of colour or not having disabled people also in the judging process and the judging positions. And that's why, no matter how hard they claim they're trying, the Oscars and the BAFTAs and all of these awards are still failing to um, have, enough, you know, enough women, enough people mm-hmm. of colour, enough disabled people winning awards and it isn't to do with the fact that there aren't enough of them out there it's Mm. because they are lazy and they're not doing the work and that and I think that is an issue uh across across the board um but I did want to say that um the golden joystick awards happened yesterday and uh and Baldur's Gate um just 
completely trounced everything. Absolutely. I think everyone must have just been like, there is literally no point in us going to these awards. <laughs> no one other than Larian are going to win. Um, and they won uh, apparently a, a record-breaking wow. seven awards. That's and they, you know, they probably didn't in my sit opinion, down they for about it. half an hour. They were just standing no. up going up over and over. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They must have run out of things to say. But yeah, I mean, it's it's extremely well deserved. And I think yeah. it, I hope that what it does is it inspires other, other organizations, other businesses to just do better because, mm. you know. And then what was really interesting is, um, uh, somebody shared to me. I think I shared it to you guys. The the all the awards they right. won, yes. and um, Karlak is is one of the characters from the game. Is is in there a lot, and mm. she's she's just awesome. The the characters that they have, um, they're all so so rich, aren't they? They yeah. are. I mean, they haven't got very far. They have yeah. Such, yeah, yeah, they have such depth, and and you just become really attached to them. And my biggest challenge when I'm playing is who do I leave in mm. camp because I just want to take all of them out with me not because of what they can do in in a fight but because I, I want to hang out with them yeah. <laughs> so so yeah so I think sometimes awards are are well deserved and recognize all the hard work that people put in and probably reflect um, popular opinion as well I expect. Given yeah. that we're all very much enjoying Baldur's Gate, we must do a podcast on it at some stage. Um, uh, I think I wanted to talk about the fact that we know what we're doing with this podcast matters to us because what's most important, I think, is that we enjoy doing it and we enjoy talking about what we're talking about, which we do. Um, we know that we're presenting our authentic experience of what we love which is gaming and and looking at it through a feminist lens as we often uh like to say at the start of every episode because we know that it's not talked about enough and if we know that we're obviously going to keep doing our thing um but in terms of the future of the pod how do you see us sort of developing and, and pushing what we're doing to new levels I guess is there are there things that obviously we know our content is king what we're talking about is the thing that matters most um but I guess if we had won the award and or receive a large amount of magical funding from somewhere and the ability the magical ability to do whatever we wanted with the pod I guess is my question uh what would you like to do with it Matt I'll start with you so the the I think about this because I I have a a a an old habit that I'm trying to break out of of m- constantly moving goalposts where I think oh that'll be enough and I find myself thinking oh unless we get 500 Patreon subscribers I won't be able to be happy until we get that but then thinking about taking a step back and thinking about it in perspective if we can make enough money to break even. That's a massive triumph. If we make any more money, we can just put that in our game in the system piggy bank. And then uh, getting to a point. So really, it's 
if we if we paid ourselves minimum wage for the amount of work we've done, we'd be we'd be have thousands of pounds each. But that's uh, so that's uh, that makes me laugh thinking about. But just being able to invest it in like the tech side of things. So, but for for example, the two that we've moved on to Squadcast now, and that's a little bit more expensive. But the quality difference is absolutely off the charts, mm. um, and I feel like. Um, just not stopping. We we tweak things and we add things and we test things, but the only thing that matters the most is that we don't stop. That's where that's the thing that that ninety percent of podcasts fail at. They'll go for like six months and then they'll peter out. Whereas we, like you say, the conversations. That's the that's the foundation of all of it and that's and we just we love doing that and so just as long as we don't stop mm. we'll continue to evolve and get better and exciting things indeed yes yeah absolutely i think that's um spot on really and i think it's it, everyone says that it you should in, just enjoy what you do and people will come. And I think that, that it would be lovely if that was true. But unfortunately, we live in a world of bonkers algorithms yes. and, and organisations that are just trying to make money out of everyone's um, love. Uh, and I think from my personal perspective, I do a huge amount of unpaid labour, a huge amount, uh, and not just in my home, but in in life. And I've, you know, been a volunteer and a unpaid supporter in various aspects of, of things that I am extremely passionate about and believe need to happen like working with the women's equality party and supporting uh, a friend of mine who's running for um as a green party candidate locally and helping out with local school events local charity events and you know even to the point of of writing chapters for books for, for in my academic side of things none of this is paid none of this is paid and i feel that if we could if we could just get paid for what we do not huge amounts just to acknowledge the amount of time and energy that's put in just to cover that cost that would be my that would that would be enough, as you were saying, Matt. You know, that would be enough for me because that's that would be, and and the, and it's not just it's not about being rich or having loads of cash and being able to you know splash out and all of that. Is that's not what it's about. It's about the fact that in our modern society, in our current society. The value of things is dictated by how much money it is worth. And it's very hard to keep boosting yourself about your own value when everyone is expecting you to do stuff 
for free yeah and people don't aren't prepared to pay you for it especially when we live in a world where you've got people who in my opinion are doing nothing good for anyone getting paid ridiculous amounts of money and you know i mean i know i'm it's we've we talk about the problems with capitalism all the time but i do think you know it just it's it's that imbalance so i would really like for us to be able to earn enough money that we can at least cover the costs for ourselves of the time that we spend making the pod. Um, but don't worry, I'm going to do it anyway because I just love doing it. And I, I love, you know, I do love it. I do love it. And 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 I do do it for love. Um, and I, w- I would like to for us to be able to support... Um, practically support organisations and charities mm. that are working to enable the things that we champion. Uh, that would be awesome would be if we could, cool. if if we could, yeah. And and just if we could be, if we could actually be, um, bringing in enough enough interest and enough audience that we could be helpful to those organizations that would be that would be awesome no definitely it sounds really corny to say but I think if we could affect change and make a difference it would be amazing that's obviously like that can mean a number of different things but like you say Jim you could be working for on behalf of charities it could be even having someone listen to us and feel heard and understood and yeah. that making a difference in their lives um and i guess another thing also is obviously we're all enjoying doing the pod we love doing the pod i'd like to still maintain that in drumming and i think what well, one of the things we do so well as a team is to look after each other's well-being and, and mental health. And I think that we work mm-hmm. with that as like a priority. So to keep going with that and to cut ourselves some slack and to, and to ha- give ourselves time to to kind of take it all in and, and well, this is going to sound like a meditation exercise now, but to be grateful and express gratitude for it and to give ourselves a break as well, because like you say, it is unpaid. Well, it basically all is unpaid work we're doing in our free time using our own money to prop it up. And sometimes that takes a lot of mental and physical energy to do on top of everything else that we're doing in our lives um, to keep living the way that we're living and, where we are living and all that sort of stuff. So um, to make sure that side of things is good. If I could guarantee that, that would be in a magical way. That would be very helpful. Uh, But I think we're doing a a damn good job of it. Um, I'd like to be able to do more live shows because those are very exciting. And to get paid for appearing would be absolutely mind-blowing. But whether that's ever going to happen, who knows? Um, yeah, all sorts of different things. I think the, the the exciting thing is that we don't know what's going to happen. And as long as we keep doing it and putting ourselves up and saying, this is who we are, this is what we care about, and we think you should care too, then who knows where it's going to take us. And I think that's very exciting. Um, so, yeah, that, that about wraps up 
this episode, I think, for today, unless anyone I has just, anything I just said one more yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, the unpaid labour thing, again, is such a massive feminist issue mm. because women do that, uh, have been doing that. The foundation of capitalism is women's unpaid work. And I agree completely. There are so many things that in in life where tremendous amount of mental, physical, and emotional labor is being undertaken. And it's written off as, well, if you're not getting paid to do it, it can't be that hard. Mm-hmm. It if you're not getting paid for it, then it's then then it's because it's not very difficult. Rather than recognizing if we could pay ourselves a minimum wage for the work we've done, if we could make enough money to first things go we'll pay ourselves five pounds for half an hour and then that would be such a just it's amazing making money for something that you enjoy and again the the, it, it would just be a nice extra to to have that and it's it's about again we we support each other we affirm ourselves we understand our worth um, but it is draining having to do it all internally mm. all the time. Yeah. So it, one, one thing I would like, if we could have those sexy Rode microphones. Yes. The, yes. I think they're called Rude ones. Those I'd love one of those, or sure, one of, if we could all get one of those. Excuse me. I think my microphone's sexy. pretty sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's, it's a bit sexy. Look but I would love, I would love. For audio <laughs> yeah. listeners, it's, it's black and red, which might help with the sexiness image. It's uh, a HyperX one. Ah, <laughs> very cool. Yes. There we are then. This is not an advert. <laughs> no, there are other microphone Sponsors. Sellers. Uh, sellers. I'd love to be sponsored. Yeah, sponsors also. Those would be very cool. Anyone out there listening, give us a shout. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got one final Go thing on that, that actually reminds me of. Um, another problem with um, establishment awards and stuff like that is that it can influence creators to try and fit into a mould. Yes. We think, mm. I'm going to try and do something differently in the hope that these awards people will take notice. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Very true. Very true, Matt. There we are then. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening. Oh, sorry, Dan. Did you want to say anything else? Are you? I did not check. You're all good. Excellent. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody, and watching. Um, we've got new content for you every Thursday. Um, and you can find us on all your usual podcast listening and watching places. Please subscribe please like please share with anyone you think might enjoy our content and give us feedback let us know what you think um and we'll probably be seeing you very shortly for the lead up to christmas and Christmassy times if you celebrate uh so <laughs> we'll look forward to that and we'll see you again soon bye We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.